Platinum Ranch, episode 12. I'm your host, Fez Geelan. Maybe you're listening to this on Antennas Radio, or the iTunes Podcast Store, or Stitcher, or SoundCloud. I don't know, but thank you for listening. And if you like it, would you please let a friend know, or let me know? This month, we're going to be talking about trains. Train sonas, actually. What's a train sona? It's you. It's me. If we were trains... I'll be talking to a DeviantArt.com user named Froggyman145 about Transonas. But first, we need to hear some platinum from Sister Rosetta Tharp. This is This Train. This train is a clean train. You know this train. This train is a clean train. I said this train. Everybody ride it in Jesus' name Because this train is a clean train Lord, this train This train has left the station You know this train This train has left the station I said this train This train has left the station This train takes on every nation Because this train is a clean train You know this train the prettiest train I ever have seen on this train. It's the prettiest train I ever have seen on this train. It's the prettiest train I ever have seen. Now if you want to ride it, you must get redeemed because this train is a clean train on this train. This train is bound for glory. Everybody ride her must be holy because this train is a clean train. You know this train. So, Froggy Man 145, is that what what I should call you? Uh, It's 145, but yeah. 145, okay. Um, I'm Fez Geelan. Very nice to meet you. Good to meet you, Fez. Can you just introduce yourself? Uh, Froggy Man 145, I prefer to keep my real name, you know, private. I just don't like people using it. Uh Uh, I've been part of the trains and Thomas community ever since I was a little kid. So, I've got plenty of experience with it. met a lot of cool people. So... What is a train sona? Okay, a train sona is basically the equivalent of a persona or a fursona or whatever have you. It's the Thomas version of how a person would depict themselves as, say, if, if you're an engine like most people, my train sona is Aaron, and he's a genty. So that's how I picture myself in the Thomas universe. Now, they don't always have to be exactly how you are, but generally... That's how you see yourself in the Thomas universe. You okay. see yourself as this person or that person. You can sort of use them like role play if you want. Mm-hmm. You know, like make up little stories. Say Aaron was on his way to the coal dump or something like that. You know? What is it that do you think that makes people and yourself want to anthropomorphize a train? Like how do you find a sort of a personality in a train and, and a character? Hmm. Well, that's not really a process that can be easily described. It's more of something you just feel and it just happens. It's the same as creating the character for any other thing. 
when a new character is introduced in the show. We go through the same process they do. Except in the Thomas fandom, it's a bit different. You, you have to l- find out what engine you want to be first and foremost. And some people will say it's a good idea to try to find one that you feel would, would work with your personality. Example, you don't want a really tough engine usually to be some tiny little locomotive smaller than Percy. You get what I'm saying? But basically, you got to find whatever, what you want your character to be. And basically, you just think, what would I like in this character? And for trained sonas, usually, that's you. Since, you're, since you already know you, you just put that into a train and fine-tune it. And then you basically got a train sauna. That was the King's Singers performing I'm a Train by Albert Hammond. This is Clear Shapes by Zomes.
Well, really, I have my granddad to thank for my love for trains. He introduced me to them at a very young age, and not just Thomas. He was naming all the big popular engines like the Big Boys, the Alleghenies, the Union Pacific diesels. It's just seeing those big, powerful machines doing all this heavy work that I know nothing on the road could ever do. And it's just each one is unique. I mean, yes, there are just more than one of every kind of engine, but there's just so many different varieties. There's so much to love about them. I guess it's just what we're brought up on. Like like me, I was brought up with trains. And right. it, either way, I think I'd go to like them because train, because planes, for example, they fly, they go here, there. Maybe they can do some stunts, cool. But all in all, they're really the same. There's not a whole lot of variety between them. Now, boats, those have a lot more popularity, yeah. But they, they just either look cool or they're big and they move kind of slow. Not very exciting. Hmm. But then you have trains. There's so many different kinds of trains, it's impossible to memorize them all. They, they all do different things. Some look cool. Some are big. Some are fast. Some are ugly. But work, but it'll do the job that it takes three others to do. There's just so much variety with trains. It's impossible to not love them. Which and that I think is why people more people go to trains than they do cars or planes or boats. Tell me about your train, Sona. Aaron? Yeah. Well, basically, he's this new engine around the block. He's not incredibly new, but he's new. He's a prototype, the only one of his class, coming from a, a railway 
that basically builds locomotives to sell and rent. So it's basically like a giant shop if you think about it. He's he think he thinks himself very smart, and for the most part he is. But he gets a little too smart sometimes, and often either annoys other people and engines, or just gets into an accident. Because he's like, "Don't worry, I know what I'm doing." A seconds later, I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> right. But he's he's generally a nice engine. He's just new and excited. Accidents Will Happen from Thomas and Friends. This is Leon Lohman with Liquid Diamonds.
on the Aaron engine it says FAR. What what's that for? Uh, for lack of a better name, it was Far Away Railway, which is where the railway I was talking about earlier, engines built to be sold or rented, make money. But it, it, for the lack of a better name, it was the Far Away Railway because it was at sea pretty far from any islands. So I guess you and Aaron have a lot in common, I'm assuming. Yeah, we're both pretty smart, but we, we have a tendency to get excited easily. Right. And that can cause trouble sometimes. Okay. Um, are there differences between you and Aaron? Well, yes. For one, I'm not a talking train. <laughs> sure. I'm sorry. There's actually not a whole lot of differences between me and Aaron, aside from that little joke there. But oh. if there was a difference between me and Aaron, it's that I usually have more control over, like, I don't always get excited as easily as he might, and I don't throw around my knowledge like it's something special it, you just gotta exaggerate and fine-tune some parts of your personality for say a train sona to give it more to give it more life to give it more character you know what i'm saying yeah. to make it more interesting so is there a, a part of your personality or or something that you get to sort of explore or flex when coming from your Aaron character that you don't otherwise get in your life Yes, there are times where I'll make Aaron say and do things that maybe I've thought about doing or saying, but I wouldn't be sure how they'd actually play out, how other people would react. Because you always got to think about how someone's going to react to what you say or do, in character or out. Right. So there have been times when he suggested things or had or done other things that both have worked well and haven't worked well, and I've learned from that. I can apply that to real life. I know that in real life, if I had said this to that person, it would have gone the same way. It wouldn't have gone well. Not at all how I expected it would have. This is Payphone with Subconscient Lamentation.
I've never really watched Thomas the Tank Engine or Thomas and Friends. Um, is that a TV show that's still still running? Absolutely, it's been running strong since like the nineties. Wow! And it's gotten good and terrible. And they used to run it with model trains, not CGI like they do now. Oh, okay. But even if you've grown up and you're well beyond your kid years, it's still worth a look at the older series. Yeah. So yeah. what is it about the show that's, that, that you like so much? Aside from, well, being the show and the fandom that we've loved and being about talking trains, for God's sake, <laughs> what most of us really liked about the series, especially the model series, was the good stories, the humor. Obviously, there were the characters to fall in love with and the good hinting at realism here and there, not just throughout the show, but throughout the books, too. The books were heavy on realism. And for train enthusiasts in general, that's something they can not do. It was, it, it was something we loved, which is railroads, talking trains, good characters. So when you see a train in real life, do you sort of see a personality in, in, in a train like that, or, or, I mean, does one sort of pop out to you, or, or do you project sort of a character onto a train that you might see in real life? It does happen sometimes. Sometimes I look at a train and I'll think, you know. This might make a good character. Sometimes I'll look at a train and I'll, yeah, I'll think it might have a personality. But for the most part, I just look at a train and I see a train. Here's Elizabeth Cotton with Freight Train.
Uh, most of the songs about trains that I know are country songs, and everyone tells me to drop dead when I bring that up. <laughs> I don't know why. But, uh, yeah. As for show songs, most of the music you hear are themes for like either the characters or situations they're in, like the runaway theme, which has got to be the most iconic next to the intro theme. Runaway is just a train steep couple. There's danger, engines being pushed out of control or something. It's a uh, energetic. It tell you can when you hear that music, you get that vibe that something bad is going to happen. So when you hear your favorite engine or situation theme come on, you just squeal inside because you're like, oh, I've been waiting for this. <laughs> You got trains who can only go where the rails go. You got us. We can fly, but we can't fly on our own. Right. We can only go on the land. Otherwise, we're dependent on vehicles like trains or cars, boats, planes. And birds can go wherever they please. And right. We look at that and wish we could do it. So it's kind of a ladder there. The only real difference between them and us, the way I see it, is that they're trains and we're humans. And I imagine that a few of them, they see us walking around and they look at that and they think, we can't do that. We only go where the rails go. So I imagine that's one of the negatives is the thought of very limited mobility. But there's also a lot of pros. For example, if there's ever a douchey passenger, you can just laugh at them because you know you'll live longer. <laughs> but um, aside from longevity, yeah, there's really not much difference from them and us other than limited mobility and Example: If they get hurt, it's different than if we get hurt. If I break an arm, I've broken an arm, and I probably can't replace that. But if I'm an engine and I've popped a cylinder or something, that can be repaired. That can be replaced. No sweat. And the best part is, I, I just have to sit there. <laughs> Everyone, yeah, they pretty much take care of you. All you gotta do is work. The only thing that does sound bad is death. With with people, you can die almost anyway. There's an infinite number of possibilities. But with an engine, usually you either get in a really bad wreck or you get cut apart with a blowtorch. Which, uh, when you think about that, suddenly it's not so fun to be a train. <laughs> I sit alone at my table Watch all the others have fun And I'm tired of sitting on sidetrack Watching the main line run I'm tired of having no future And living on things that I've done And I'm tired of sitting on the sidetrack Watching the main line run Train, train, don't leave me, oh train, train of life. I got no one to call me their darling, to hug me and call me their hun. I'm tired of sitting on the sidetrack Watching the main line run I'm tired of having no future 
Just living on things that I've done And I'm tired of sitting on the sidetrack For watching the main line run Train, train Don't leave me Oh, train Train of life with Train of Life. Next up is Ricky Eat Acid with Let's Go Outside. So how is Aaron doing these days? Uh, he wants to die. He wants to like die? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, well, Aaron's been doing pretty good. He had a rebuild in the last few months, so a lot of his old problems were fixed. He doesn't lose his brakes anymore. He's stronger. He can move a bit faster. So I'd say he's pretty happy now, getting used to his new shape, new form. Nice. So he's doing pretty good. But if I were to tell you where he is right now, I'd say he might be just pulling some goods train down the line.
Thomas and Friends. So now, could w- would you be? <clears throat> could I, I? I've got some of your work from DeviantArt here in front of me. Could I sort of go through some of it and ask you to Explain el- elaborate on it a bit? Sure. Go ahead. Aaron's Nightmare Part One. A black tank engine shot out of the yards, wheels nearly slipping on the rails as he desperately fought to escape the line of haunted locos tailing him. And it's sort of like, uh, yeah, it's an image with some urgency. It's the nighttime, Aaron looks pretty worried and uh, is racing along with steam coming out. So is this based on a real dream that you had? That image, that is so old, I I feel old. No, this was a while back. Aaron had... I have it going into scrapyards a lot because that was where he was working. Mm-hmm. And it was just a nightmare he had where a haunted scrap train was chasing him because he was sleeping in the yards that night. So this one's called Unwell. Aaron's last full-out checkup was nearly two months ago. Now he complains of aching cylinders and high pressure in his boiler. Um, and then despite all attempts, my health has been getting worse, hurts slightly to move. I've been getting many migraines, usually when I'm about to go to bed at night. And so, and we've got uh, yes. Aaron alone on the track, looking kind of bummed out. Uh, you see, this is what I was talking about earlier when there's now an Americanized version of him that I used for other stories. Okay. The, yeah, for the most part recently, for a while now, I've been using this version of him to personify me instead of the other one. But I'm going to be using the other one again soon. Anyways, in this image, yes, Aaron was going through the same thing I was. I wasn't very healthy. A lot of stuff was wrong with me. But it was a very bad time for me, and I felt that maybe I could put this into an image. Like it, it's think of it sort of like vent art, but I'm not angry about something. It's it's symbolizing sort of what's going on with me in the real world. Here's one. It's called When Worlds Collide. Aaron was resting in the workshop when he suddenly noticed what appeared to be a small horse standing in front of his buffer beam. Did the farmer's livestock get away again? The little pony simply stared at him, and Aaron stared back. And yeah, it's this nice image of Aaron and this pony standing in front of it on the tracks, and they're just looking at each other's in the eyes, looking kind of confused. Uh, yes, what that was, I was heavily into My Little Pony fandom at the same time I was in the Thomas fandom. Like, I'm in both, but every now and then I'll get more into this fandom than that one, and it goes back and forth. But that pony is supposed to be like a pony version of Aaron. And I think secretly what I was trying to do was trigger people because for some reason, the two fandoms are always at each other's throats. There's some people, like, like, yeah, I don't know what it is, but a lot of people in both fandoms just don't like the other. And I don't like that. Yeah, people will say there's a war between the fandoms, but really the only war is people saying there's a war. and And then there's conflict. But that image was... Like I said, I was in both fandoms. I thought it was a little humorous thing, you know. What if Aaron's just sitting there in the shed and suddenly this other version of him is sitting in front of him and they're just staring at each other down and then it quicks. Then they realize what the heck's going on. I wasn't very I wasn't very good at this stuff back then. But <laughs> Okay, here's here's one that is is kind of a a sad image, it seems. Miserable in the shed and Aaron is looking really bummed out, alone in the shed, and is, for the first time ever, painted with a rainbow, and it says the word fag on the side. It was, uh, some people were being really messed up about me having a Thomas character, and they did some stuff with some of the old art I had, and it just, uh, it it really got to me. I was already feeling kind of depressed around that time, because some of my friends were my, one of my friends recently lost her father, and that was affecting me, because I knew the guy, and he was pretty nice. So when something like that happens, usually when someone makes fun of my characters like that, I could care. But when I'm already weakened like that, it just got to me, and I had to put that out. 
I mean, originally that that image right there was actually edited by those guys, but uh, yeah, that, yeah, that was a sad time. But obviously, Aaron wouldn't have been happy about that. Maybe last one here. Um, I like this one a lot. It's called "Roaming Free." And the caption is, turns out Aaron just needed a good long run and some time exploring to take his smoke box off what happened. He's steaming down the track and feeling much better. And Aaron is just, yeah, running down the track with this really beautiful sort of uh, lush, mountainous background. What it is, is artists like me, it's almost like vent art. But I don't know if there's a term for it. I haven't bothered to find out. It's art that explains how you feel, whether that's happy, confused, whether you're sick, you're upset. This particular piece was after, if I remember correctly, I suffered a great disappointment. My dad had been promising for months that I would get to go to a big convention with all my friends that I'd been really wanting to go to. And the day of the convention told me that I hadn't bothered to remind him and that we didn't have the money, which I had been reminding him every day for the week up to it. But I was really upset about that. And then this image followed that one because I'd taken a walk. I'd feel better. So it's basically just an image explaining either directly or through, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Met- metaphorically, I think. He's roaming free. My mind is no longer compressed with this negative emotion. My thoughts are free. I'm happy now. I don't know, I don't know how to explain it really anymore, but that's the general picture. I see the travelers coming. I watch them rolling down the line. I see the transits moving. I remember That was Gene Clark with I Remember the Railroad. This has been episode 12 of Platinum Ranch. Thank you for listening. And thank you, Froggyman145, for talking to me, teaching me about train sonas, and sharing your art. Again, if you like Platinum Ranch, let me know. Let someone know. There's a Facebook page. Drop a like. Send me a message if you've got ideas or criticisms. I'll see you in a month. But before I take off, I'd like to serve one last slice of platinum. And this is by an old train hopper named Utah Phillips. This is his song called Going Away.
is that the moon I see over there in the west or oh, just a headlight gleam seeing no express I know she's gone whatever I say it won't be long till I make up my mind and go Is that the sun coming up on the eastern shore or just a cold that glow behind the firebox door I know she's gone whatever I say it won't be long till I make up my mind and go away did you see that fool he can't hear the whistle a blind old man caught out on the trestle he can't go up and he can't go back train kept calm and brushed him off the track of the storms may blow and the wind may rise I long to go where the fast mail fly I know she's gone whatever I say it won't be long till I make up my mind and go that fool he can't hear the whistle a blind old man caught out on the trestle he can't go up and he can't go back train kept calm and brushed him off the track of the storms may blow and the wind may rise I long to go where the fast mail flies I know she's gone Whatever I say it won't be long till I make up my mind.